The king is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome. Uh, Once again, uh, oh, I was speaking too slowly. Let me speed up. Uh, Here we are with uh, yet another episode, another edition. I am here. My name is Juan. Um, As always, joined uh, by Mark and Kevin. And we like movies. And if you haven't guessed it, we are reviewing the uh, 2022 Baz Luhrmann film, uh, Elvis. Um, This was Kevin's pick. It is a biopic of uh, the career of uh, one of the most famous uh, music icons um, to date. Um, I don't know what more to say about this, except that, again, it's it's a film giving us at least Baz Luhrmann's um, interpretation of, of the life and career of Elvis, what kind of made what made him who he was, um, the uh, different dynamics, the relationships, the drama, the challenges that he faced, uh, and in particular, the relationship that he had with his uh, infamous manager, uh, Colonel Tom Parker, who um, could almost claim to have discovered Elvis, or at least more accurately, probably to have been the one to truly catapult him uh, into becoming um, a household name and one of the most famous uh, recording artists of all time. And uh, probably one and one of the most successful, um, highest selling musical artists as well. Um, that's all I think I'll say about that. Um, if you have not yet seen the film, um, all, as always, this is your warning um, to go ahead and watch it um, and then come back uh, and listen to us because we will go into spoilers and we will um, uncover every nook and cranny uh, of, of this film. Um, that being said, Kevin. Why don't you tell us uh, your uh, take on this movie? All right. So, 40 minutes in, I was ready to trash this movie and issue some apologies. Um, I was not liking the beginning. And I do admit, Baz Luhrmann always has these interesting ways of framing his movies. I just was not a fan of that beginning when it was jumping from scene to scene. It wasn't letting me, like sink into anything and that might maybe because we just watched drive my car which held shots out longer and i was just like man i am not i am not liking this movie i'm gonna have to issue some apologies but as the movie moved along um jumping quickly ahead to some important moments in his life it started to make me wonder if this is what it felt for elvis in his life like trying to remain true to his rebellious spirit but constantly being controlled by people manipulating him and it showed like this underlying evil that can exist in someone's life that people can never realize is there. And by the end, I, I actually did feel like they crafted a compelling main character that we could emphasize, em- empathize with while creating a villain that was actually creepy and scary without being boisterous or over the top. And all I have to say is kudos to Austin Butler and Tom Hanks, because I think they absolutely nailed those roles. And that's my, that's my quick take. Great. Um, thanks. <laughs> Um, who's up next uh, i'm going slow down okay you go um yeah i can i can i go real quick oh oh be my guest the floor is yours it's real quick ditto Mm. now go go ahead ahead, juan um i will elaborate on that because it's it's also a ditto for me um (laughs) i don't think it was quite um I think it was less than 40 minutes, but certainly the introduction and just maybe like the opening sequence, I was really worried Mm -hmm. um, because I did not like it did not start off well. And because I had reservations about Baz Luhrmann, Um, although I was wrong uh, because I was thinking that he had done something after Gatsby that I didn't like, but it was a show on HBO that I wasn't a huge fan of, but he hasn't done a film since Gatsby. And actually looking through his filmography, I'm actually a fan of most of the films that he's done. (laughs) So I I think I was confusing another movie. 
for something that he had done. But um, yeah, I mean, um, we'll get into the story. Um, I definitely want to share what my favorite scene was. I also want to say that by the end of it, I was very sad for like Elvis. Um, the movie made me very sad for him. Um, I could have used less of Tom Hanks, actually. Um Partly on a personal level because I'm just super annoyed by him um, recently um, and what he's become um, out, outside of film. But um, but even still, like, I just wanted more of Elvis and I wanted more of Austin Butler. I mean, hands down, I was very skeptical and was uh, feeling like, you know, he's just the flavor of the month and he's overhyped. But holy smokes, man, this was the performance of this guy's career, probably. Um, and uh, and I can't imagine another actor, you know, that could it was just intense, man. Like Elvis, you could, you know, gave it his all in performances. And it felt like Austin Butler was extremely faithful um, in every way to um, that aspect of the character and uh, and so many others. So I, I'm glad that after that introduction, Boz actually seemed to like pull back and become a lot more tame with his um, choices, uh, with, even with the editing and the way that the story was told. But um, yeah, at the end of the day, long film, although it's understandable because it's a biopic spanning, you know, mm -hmm. the career of one of the most famous musicians of all time. So it was it was enjoyable it was it was very well done it was uh emotional and uh and even pretty awe-inspiring and very well done uh, unlike a lot of other particularly musical biopics that have come out recently such as the queen one and you know the um um uh elton john one which i didn't even watch um and other ones that I just don't really even care for. I was afraid that this would also be like that, but um, I am uh, glad that it was not, and it was very good. So since I didn't really say much, uh, I'll kind of jump in now. Um, I, I will say the Queen movie, uh, my favorite scene was the Live Aid concert. Um, mm -hmm. That kind of was just, that was the movie for me. Everything else before and after, I, I, I really didn't care for. And and here we go in this movie. Um, and I, I, I've been hit on it a hundred percent. I don't know if it was 40 minutes, like you said, I, Juan, um, but there was, there was, a, there was movie one and movie. Yes. And movie one, I did not care for movie. Yes. I was like, yes. And that happened with the comeback performance that Special. like, Oh yeah. That, I like, I literally got chills when he's saying that. And, and that's, I mean, that's credit and butler and how he you know acted that scene out and how he sang it but the the, the how he got to that point and and i feel like that's that was why the movie was shot the way that it was shot because we have this crazy first like you know this guy was a flash in the pan and then he had to go i mean he was forced to go into the to the, to the army and which is hilarious um you know, so I, I feel like it. there was a reason for it to feel like two different movies. Uh, but that first half, I, I really didn't care for. And I, I just was not excited. I didn't like the whole adding Generations music to a movie about someone from the 50s. It didn't sit right with me. It, it took me out of it. Um, that was just a little jarring. I didn't mind it being in the credits. But during the movie itself, it, it killed me. And I noticed that it, that didn't happen in the second half. It was more of Elvis's music that were that Elvis's songs that were being played, you know, transitioning from scenes. So I, I don't know why, maybe because he didn't have a library yet. And that's why we didn't hear that from him first half but i noticed that and it really killed it for me but i'm glad it, that didn't happen in the second half uh but yeah man that comeback special it, it really it i i really got chills from it. um i'm oh, sorry go about ahead. that special real quick how insane was that special yeah that thing went from classic songs to gospel to the whorehouse to kung fu to rfk being shot and then that final song i'm like this is the craziest special and i've seen that special and I don't remember it the way they portrayed it. I'm like, but then I was like, wait, I remember all these things. But I don't realize it's just jumping from one to the other. I'm like, I don't 
I'm like, this is insane. We got to, we got to watch it, man, because uh, it was crazy. But yeah, I mean, the fact that it ended the way that it ended, it really, it, it makes you forget about everything else, really. <laughs> yeah, um, the scene that was my favorite scene was, um, when he decided to do the show in Vegas. And then he was on stage and it was when he was discovering his big sound, mm -hmm. which is whenever I think of Elvis's music that I, that I listen to, it's always like massive, big sound, you know, this 30 piece orchestra and whatever. So the, the part where he was like directing the orchestra and, um, you know, cueing the musicians and yeah. and pretty much just building the song the way that he wanted it to sound. Because, you know, with, with an artist like Elvis, especially for us who weren't alive at the time, you're just used to seeing the persona. Like, it's easy to forget or to dismiss that this was like an incredible like musical talent you know and i think for me especially with him it's like you know the good looks the acting you know yes the voice was good and and he had an incredible stage presence but it was like underneath it all there was this actual incredibly you know gifted musician that could you know direct like that you know and and create something that was uh really really um breathtaking and and just incredible and and i thought that that was just like shot really well you know every every performance really was in the film was was incredible and again um austin butler i i don't know i, I don't think he was there's no way he was singing it, yeah yeah, some, yeah. Duh, that's that's crazy because Elvis has a very unique voice yeah. and and uniquely gifted voice with some of the notes that he's able to hit and so I mean he wow. probably got help from a uh, well, some computer well, he, I equipment think, but he, no no I think he said he he practiced for like three six months with a coach to try to get the I forgot what it was three or six yeah. with a coach to get to get the tone right for him because he's a singer but. He, wow. He's like he just wanted to sound like Elvis, so they he just practiced so much. Right. Wow, that's uh, that that even takes it to a whole nother level now. Wow. No, to what Juan was saying about like how big of a talent it is my aunt, like she saw this in theaters, and she said afterwards she actually cried because like, um, she's like you see how much talent like he had and it could have been used, but how much was abused and and taken away from him and you know corrupted. And how much more he could have done, you know, going globally and all this other stuff yeah. that he just wasn't able to do. She said afterwards she actually cried. Yeah. And because she she remembered, she said, like, this is going to lead it to my fun fact. Um, no, she said she remembers that time period. It, it just captured it perfectly. And I did not know this until I called my aunt to ask her why I moved her and all that. Uh, apparently, my mom and you remember when they went on tour after that um, the first year in Vegas? It said Los Angeles, yeah. Houston, all that stuff. Yeah. My mom and my aunt's first concert was that Elvis concert. What? Yeah. I was I like, oh, she goes, your mom at an Elvis concert. <laughs> well, my mom was also, I think, like 12 at the time. 12 or 13. My grandma was actually a huge fan. They would always go see all the all the movies. And then when I was asking my aunt, she was like, I remember looking over the balcony at the Astrodome and watching. I'm like, wait, you were at that concert? She was like, yeah. I was like, what is what is this? Forty three years later, I find this fact because I like to say I have the best first concert, which is Michael Jackson, yeah. the even better tour. But I was like, Ma, I think y'all beat me. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what the heck? That's crazy. So um, that that was my fun fact I wanted to share with you that I found out in my little research for this. My fun fact is that Colonel Tom Parker definitely killed Elvis. <laughs> I mean, I yeah. fun that fact is. Yeah. I mean, you know, because it's he, he's making claims the whole time that it was this yeah. or this or that. It was like, no, nah, you stinky bastard. It was you. It was totally you. And then also, every time I see a movie about a musician and someone introduces him to drugs, I just think about um, um, what's his, what's the, what's the movie about? Oh, of oh, Dewey Cox. <laughs> <laughs> 
Come on, man. Just a little bit won't hurt you. You don't want, you don't want none of this, Dewey. It's going to make you feel better. It's going to make you feel oh. how I want to feel better. You want, a, you, you want a, a bonus fun fact, by the way, gentlemen? Oh, you know, the uh, Elvis doctor in this, right? Dr. Nick? Yeah. That's... Um, that's who the doctor on The Simpsons is named after, Doctor Nick, because he's so inept. They named him after Elvis's doctor. Hi, oh, Doctor wow. Nick. Hi. Everybody. Hey, it's Doctor Nick. <laughs> yeah. That. Oh my gosh, that that killed me, man. When he just, you know, I think that's what made this movie so sad for me is that his dad was was lost in the sauce, man. He uh-huh. he looked at Elvis as a paycheck. His own freaking son looked at him at him as a paycheck and then and kept him chained up man kept him locked up in that golden cage and yeah. when he was closing all the blinds and telling him what he was gonna do he said just have dr nick come up i was like dang that i mean that sucks man it absolutely sucks and yeah. i think it just hits harder because i'm a father and i just i'm like you know i'm glad i have all these terrible examples i can look at so i know what not to do um yeah, but yeah, that killed me, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It it definitely parallels a lot, like uh, King Kong, and um, it uh, is crazy how yeah, pretty much like uh, except for Priscilla, like everybody, every almost every single person in his life was someone that had too much access and and that he confided in and trusted too much over his affairs his career his money but again like if you think about it it was like there really wasn't a template i mean this guy was the first um, except you you i think you have to go all the way back to vaudeville and i only know this because this professor of my or this teacher in high school taught us about al jolson and how uh-huh. he was like the the first big superstar, you know, um, and he created the phrase "you ain't seen nothing yet" and this or that. So like, I guess he was the first big American, you know, superstar. But but I mean, um, that wasn't even at the level, you know, of uh, of Elvis and and just the the hysteria and the mania and and again the the talent and and everything and. Um, I actually was listening to a podcast today where a producer of the movie um, A Star is Born, um, which is mentioned in the Elvis film, mm-hmm. he was was saying about the conversations that he was having with Elvis about it and, you know, how he really regretted after seeing the movie, you know, not having done it. And so, yeah, to think, you know, that's even crazy to think that he could have been even bigger than he actually was. Yeah. You know, like you mentioned by ha- be- being given the ability to have the international reach and to, you know, shoot the movies that he wanted to shoot and and you know not have been as drugged up as he was and um yeah, just just crazy. Yeah, I think I, something I, was Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Mark. No, go go go. No, I think something since we mentioned his dad like um, like his mom, like really stood out to me in the movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think like you can see how much how much more he was lost after she died, because even yeah. when they were trying to like cage him up in the beginning, say don't. She's like, "Your gifts from God." He goes, "You be you." You know, that's all she always cares. She's like, "I don't care about the money." He was to Elvis. She was never happy, but she didn't care about any of that. She was just like, "I just want you to be, you know, just be who you are." Like they're just changing you, and don't do don't let them do that. And that that's such a juxtaposition to like what her what the dad was. The dad was like, just do what they tell you so we can get paid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ah, that part, man. It that really sucked. Cause I, I, I didn't really know the Elvis story. I just unfortunately only know how he died. Um so I thought there was a chance that he was actually gonna go do that tour, you know? And then he got so famous and that's why he ended up dying the way that he did. But no, it was it was far worse than that. He died the way that he did because he was stuck. He was, you know, uh, he was trapped and and just being loaded up with the good stuff. Um, yeah, yeah there was. I'm oh, sorry. No, no, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I'm I'm kind of just thinking. Um, so go ahead, go go for it. No, I was gonna say it's it's. I mean you could understand it for the times, you know, and and just how different it was. But now looking back, it's like 
all of this because he's wiggling his legs? <laughs> like, <laughs> this is why you want to throw him in jail? jail because he's wiggling his hips and his legs? And, uh, yeah, just the reaction. That was really funny. No, that, that was really funny. I, I didn't understand that. I just thought that was so... That was baffling, but I get, you know, it, it was so important that he was forced to give up the career and go into the army. Yeah. Um, and there was that guy, give, that senator giving that press conference, like why he was going to do the other concert. Yeah. Like, no, that part, like that was my favorite scene when he went to do that concert. And he basically said, F it, I'm going to do it anyway. Um, and they did trouble. But like Even- that juxtaposed. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, I and mean, he's just singing it. Yeah, and I, I was like, man, like everything leading up to that, and that when he was in the car and everything, the lighting. I'm like, like that. That's when it was just hitting really well. And then, but they they kept showing that one guy who was like, man, he was just railing against everything that Elvis was that Elvis stood for. And I was like, man, that's that's gonna be rough to try to navigate that because again, like Juan said, there was no template for this. You know, what I mean, he couldn't say, hey, they did this to this guy before, so he was yeah. just being hounded. Yeah. I mean, I you you kind of have to say Elvis is still the. I mean, the the facts at the end said that he's the high, still highest selling, right? Yeah, yeah, he's a solo so, act. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so you you gotta still keep him in that. I he's probably the best. I mean, I he would because I Juan kind of teetered around saying that he was one of the best, but um, I mean, if you look at. Numbers don't lie, you know. So I yeah. think you have to say he is the best. I mean, I, I, I don't think there's many on that Mount Rushmore, you know. Yeah. But uh, I, I would MJ. say, yeah, exactly. I'd say him um, and Michael Jackson, you know. And um, <laughs> this, I was gonna say, yeah, I'm MJ, JT. Um, no, I was Whitney uh, uh, Houston, <laughs> Celine Dion. Um, no, Mariah. No, no. I I would say people people today would probably say Beyonce. I mean, she's like the the modern superstar. But I I wouldn't. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. I think it's Elvis and and my oh and I would say the Beatles. Um, well, those, those are solo, groups. Solo. That's why solo acts. Oh, okay, you you want to stick with just solo? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I think it's those two guys. Um, maybe Drake at some point. The way no, that the way, dude, that. The, I'm just saying the numbers, numbers. Oh, wise. Kanye, uh, you know, even no. even even Rihanna. I'm but, kidding, I'm kidding. But I mean, yeah, obviously, no one has. But to has this day, he's come. still number one. Yeah, numero right. uno. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And and what 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 was you know? I was obviously you know if you've heard the podcast, if you've heard me speak you know on on a lot of movies um i'm not a fan of of woke anything and so that was part of one of my concerns you know but i didn't know like i I didn't even know that much of about elvis's background and exactly how much his music was bringing in you know these elements of of black culture and of of gospel music uh which which was just what he knew and what he grew up with Mm. so um I I thought it was it was really cool and especially that again as we were saying that he is the number one selling, you know, solo recording artist of all time and part of what made him popular was going against the grain in so many ways at that time but particularly by having this fusion you know and this contradiction of being, you know, this white guy um that was just heavily influenced, you know, and, and inundated in this other, other culture and just allowed that to kind of flow through him, um, into his music was, was really cool. And I, and I, I know that, you know, obviously this, this music, this movie doesn't even go into it that much. It kind of, it definitely mentions it and, and, and it is a part of the story, but I think he, he did even more with gospel music, you know, and, and uh was was much bigger in that in that genre than what is even shown in the film um so it's yeah pretty cool Baz Luhrmann said there's like he has a he has enough material to do a four-hour cut but he's like I don't have the energy he goes it would take me six months of editing to do a four-hour cut um that's not what I'm hearing I'm hearing there is a four-hour cut he just does doesn't know if it's gonna see the light of day 
at least that, that's what I read in my thing. Maybe maybe my thing was old. Maybe he did cut it. Yeah, I mean, I just read that right now. So yeah, <laughs> I literally read that there is a four-hour cut. So, um, oh, but yeah, I, well, before you say before you segue out of that, I want to yeah. touch on what you said. Um, so I watched this movie with uh, with my wife, and I kind of gave her an insight because she didn't know who Elvis was and she wasn't interested. So I just gave her a little insight. I said, listen, well, I mean, this guy, he made women faint. They would throw his underwear at, at his, they would throw their underwear at him. And he was just, you know, he was like just below God at, at some point in his life. Um, he died. Drugs were involved. He died. And that's what I know about him. I know that his music had a lot of like, he was an advocate for black people. Like he didn't see color. You know, he just he he heard music and that's what it was. So he ended up being an advocate for black people and, and their culture. And that was it. So literally the first 30 minutes literally went over everything I said with her. They showed the women going crazy, showed him being in church, you know, getting the Lord or the Holy Spirit. And I just went, OK, I gave a good representation of Elvis. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I had known that he was because i mean he had the black singers on stage and that was a no-no you know um so i i know that he he was one of the he what i liked about see seeing this movie and what i like about him now is that he did what he do on his platform you know i don't like when celebrities and 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 sports athletes want to talk about the things that they do but they don't actually do anything he didn't say anything he just said no 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 they're the best at what they do they're gonna be on stage with me you know mm-hmm. and it wasn't a matter that he wasn't this is what it is you know he's making a statement but in his eyes he's like no I'm, I'm making music and this is what it is so i just i like that they showed that and they they gave a little glimpse into that yeah it it, it wasn't political with him you know it was just about you know music. like like music and also like what's you know it's in a way like right or wrong or just just like normal like what what was normal to him you know and and really was what was equal and fair and just you know um and so yeah i was gonna well yeah i was gonna ask you guys if you know because Baz Luhrmann does have this this thing uh, this pattern where he does like to tell his stories through a narrator um, you see it in Milan Rouge. Um, you see it in Gatsby, and you see it again in um, in Elvis, where it's uh, the Colonel really who's the one that's telling us the story. Um, yeah. And so, were you guys okay with like you, you, uh, um, just the amount of screen time and and how it 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 was a biopic? It was almost like a biopic about two people, you know, in a way with Tom Parker and Elvis. And I just, for me, I, 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 I wanted more Elvis and less of Tom Parker, although I understand why, you know, his story needs to be told in parallel. But uh, for me, that was something about the, pr- probably the only thing about the film for me that was a little bit off-putting was, and I get that it's Tom Hanks, but still it was like, it, it for me, it was too much. And so, um, but uh I haven't heard that from you guys, so I guess you guys were okay with it or felt that it was fitting. I can like say I personally. That... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You first. No, you you paused too long. Oh. I was gonna let you go, but go. <laughs> okay. Um, I wrote that it was interesting because I wasn't prepared for it to be from Parker's uh, point of view. Um, I didn't mind it because to me it just added to him because I I literally wrote like, is this man delusional? Um, like he has to be the most duplicitous human ever. Like even the stuff he was talking about when he was talking about the funeral, where his dad said, "No, you go up and talk to him." I'm like, there's so much to doubt because it's being told from his point of view. Because like he wanted, like if it was up to him, it's like, you know, Elvis became famous because yeah, he was talented, but I got it. I I made him famous. You know what I mean? Like he was just this guy who believed he was on par with Elvis. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Even though he had done anything, and the more he talked and the more he narrated. Like the more like I I started just not liking this dude because like dude there is you have to be the most like double two faced per- human on the planet mm-hmm. or not anymore if he died in nineteen ninety seven but but I was like dude this guy is there is something 
like systematically wrong with this man and his constitution. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just I don't think he had any like I don't think there was any moral code for him. He had his debts and like they kept saying, Elvis was his meal card and that's all he cared about was making sure that he was good. Um and I didn't I fall into the I, you I, I think I'm the dum dumb of the group when it comes to movies, so I literally fell into oh well it's Tom Hanks, so I don't mind <laughs> I don't mind listening to him. <laughs> So no, it, it didn't bother me, but um, I also feel like since Parker was alive longer than Elvis was, that the reason being more Parker side is because there he was the one willing to give up more information because he was just around. Um, had we have gotten a take from Elvis, I'm like, hey man, how you doing? If he was like Kanye and had a camera crew with him since the the moment he be when he started that band with his friends, you know, and we had this footage for his side, I think it would have been a different movie. But since we only had, you know, I I, I feel like of course this dude's trying to make money, so Parker had something involved with it. Um, I just feel like it 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 just made sense that. You know, we saw more from him than from you know Elvis's side because he just wasn't alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, no, like I said, it, it made sense. I think ultimately it was more on a personal level that I just yeah. it's getting to the point where I I, I, I don't. That's how much Austin Butler sucked you in. He yeah. was Elvis, man. You were like, I want to see more of this guy. I well, get it. And that's and I mean, there is also. You know, outside of the actual performance, um, you know, and his portrayal, which was incredible. I mean, I also just appreciate like the the effort, you know, that, you know, this guy got cast in this role and like there was no way that he was going to like phone it in and like half ass it, you know, like this dude went balls out into this role and was like, and I think it was both obviously respect for, um, for Elvis, you know, and the honor of portraying him in this film, but also just like, man, when you get your, you know, it's like, it's good to see this guy got a shot and like, just freaking hit it out of the ballpark, you know, like, like set distance record, you know, for how hard he hit it. Like he just didn't look back. And so, you know, I, I I was at first like just seeing all the attention he was getting. I was like, oh gosh, you know, just thinking it was overhyped. <laughs> but but nah, man, it it um, it's legit. And and I really hope that he wins wins the Oscar. I, I haven't seen everything, but from what I have seen, I can't I can't think of anyone that even comes close. You know. I was gonna say, there's there's footage like they have side by side of Elvis doing like that special and Austin's per- performance, and man, it is like almost identical, like their movements I and everything. It. It, it's it. so good, like the hands, the pinky, everything. Even at the end of the movie, when they showed like when he was being fat Elvis, um, then they cut to like the real footage, and I I couldn't yeah. tell if it was Elvis or or Austin for a second, and then I was like, oh, this yeah. is all real, uh, uh Elvis. I was like, man. It is it is spot on, like his movements, his mannerisms, everything. And I, I don't know if you guys caught it because I'm not even sure if I saw it accurately. It was definitely, I mean, clearly at the end, you know, they transitioned into real footage. But I felt like throughout the movie at certain times, <laughs> like very quickly, they would like slice something in there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I, man, I thought that I part when they said something up. No, there was a part where he was on the phone and he's like, "No, I'm sorry, I don't mean any offense, whatever." And I was like, "Is that Elvis or is that because they just showed his mouth down?" <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I, 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 I had the same experience with Juan. I was like, "That can't be Elvis. No, that's just that's, <laughs> that's a good Austin doing." Well, no, like I honestly need to watch it again and slow it down in those parts because. It really like his face transformed, and it yeah. was it. Was, I thought that either they like for a second would like slice in <laughs> a real, um, you know, um, yeah. a frame, or or if they did like um, face match or like the the digital thing, you know, where like maybe it was Austin Butler, but for a second they like slapped 
the real Elvis's face on there um, to like <laughs> to like throw you off. That's why would they want to throw us off? That's so much work. Why? Well, Bro, that's sure. him, man. That's, really, that's Baz Luhrmann. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I got to see it again. I, I, it's not conclusive. Ooh, like I like, the, I, I like these theories, baby. <laughs> yeah, I, I got to see it ag- again. I got to see a making of featurette. I got to get to the bottom of this. <laughs> we could have figured this out. Uh-huh. Oh man, that's pretty. No, I. <laughs> at the end, when they were cutting between, wasn't between when they cut to the real footage. I had that same thought throughout the whole movie, but I watched it again. And no, man, like there's just, you can tell at the end when they cut to the real footage, there's none of that during the movie, bro. <laughs> You're not convincing me, bro. Like I said, it's not conclusive. <laughs> and, hey, man, no, hey, you research, baby. I, I applaud that. You do it, baby. I'm okay with that. Ah, that's pretty good. Um, well, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Good. No, I was going to say, so I know um, it was, uh, the, the, I mean, Kevin's been a big fan of Elvis for a very long time. So I didn't know that. That was new I'm, to me. I'm sure it must have been very satisfying to watch this while, you know, what did it do for you and your, you know, love and appreciation for Elvis and his music? Well, well, first I was saying, like, I knew a lot of the stuff, like, you know, his history and everything. Um, one thing that I thought that really surprised me, like, his friendship with B.B. King, like, mm-hmm. and how much, like, how close they were. I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I didn't even know that. I, I looked into it. They were really, fr- you know, friends. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. But, like, like the same thing I talked about earlier. I'm like, I've been a huge fan. I know that he was, you know, manipulated by, you know, Colonel Parker and all that stuff. But to see it actually happen and to see, like, again, all all kudos to Austin and Baz because, like, the way they just made it seem like, man, you just you just have to feel bad because, like I said, uh, to me, he is that rebel. He is that guy who who pushed all these boundaries and you know he stood up for stuff and like that's you know that's just somebody who I looked up to growing up just because like my dad wasn't around. Like you you find all these people you attach to like <clears throat> Humphrey Bogart, Elvis Presley, all these people that I, that I loved. I saw movies, I saw everything, but then to see just how much you know, is is hiding underneath that surface because we, we only see that, you know, that surface level of him. Like, now, like, my heart goes out to him, man, because, like, this guy was, like, so alone. He was so, he was, like, part of it was his fault because he had Priscilla and then he, he messed that up. But he just, you know, he just couldn't, because he was such a caring person. Like, they would always use that against him. Like, all these people, you know, depend on you and you you know what that feels like as as a guy like oh people depend on me this and that and like he just couldn't break loose from it he's like all right i'll keep doing what i don't want to do because i and like it, it really brought a whole more level of empathy for who the superstar is because again i only know him as you know elvis mm-hmm. that's it yeah. and, but it brings a whole level of empathy to him that i didn't like that i didn't even know i had for him before yeah um yeah and i think too another cool aspect of of elvis and even just this time period in in music was that you know this was really before you know number one the globalization and also the um the really big sort of like business marketing just becoming so huge you know to the point where you know it really was about about the music and of course it was the fame i mean that's gonna be a temptation and uh and for anyone at that level but you know what i mean it wasn't like his face was on everything you know on on t-shirts and mugs and 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 it was just about making money like for him it was about you know, the music, his talent, you know, how far could he push that? How many people could he connect with? You know, maybe like how how big or how famous can I get? But but it, it didn't seem like it was because then that was the thing about the money. It was like, you know, when he's asking his dad these questions, it's like, dude, he was completely hands off. 
like he had no idea he's just like right. i got i got graceland i got this jet i got these things so everything must be all good meanwhile you know they're eight million in the hole because of the because of tom parker and the dad's like we're broke and elvis is like what you know so it was it it it, it seemed like as far as his list of priorities you know money outside of providing for the people in his life wasn't necessarily like a driving factor for him as much at least as you know his art form you know his family and and perhaps fame yeah which is refreshing uh uh in comparison to what we have what we have today (laughs) yeah unfortunately <laughs> I mean, so is it is it is it time to uh drop these uh drop these stars? Almost these Jerry's, almost these Jerry's. Whoa, what do you got? I got I got three three little quick points that there was no part in the podcast I could throw this in. But uh <laughs> remember the, the that no that concert, that rebellious concert where he sung trouble and everything, and there was that riot at the end. Yeah. Did did you all see that drummer fall off that stage? <laughs> no, dude, you have to go back because the drummer, while they're all going crazy, he literally falls sideways off the stage. He just knows that. I'm like, whoa, that was like the like it was just a little scene. But go back and watch that concert when they're trying to rush him out. That uh, think, that drummer eats it. That was on purpose, or that was an accident? Oh yeah, no. If if it if it was an accident, that guy would have broke his neck because that guy goes head. He tumbles off and goes head down. So it's on I think purpose, that was on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I'll watch that. I love that. Also, point number two. Yeah. Um, I happen to like. I don't know if it has any connection with the song. When he says, "I'm sorry, Miss Jackson," I kind of I was like, "Hey, I'm sorry, Miss Jackson." Just ran through my head. I don't know if you know that. Yeah. I got (laughs) that one. And then um, I like the fact that I waited for it the whole movie and it ended. Like the first credit song ended on my favorite song in the ghetto, mm-hmm. which was, which is such a great, like if you read up on the history no, of that. It is. Yeah. It's, it's a, probably like my most sung Elvis song, honestly. Yeah. It, 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 no, it's so awesome. And if you read up on the history, like not only is it a great song, like just how, how impactful it was that no one did a song like that before. And he's literally singing about these, uh, like just these conditions in America yeah. that you didn't sing about. Right. And, yeah. and, and I remember I used to listen to it in my car cause I had the CD and I lent it to my friend Rob once. And he's like, what are you listening to? Like, cause he took it to McDonald's and he's like, I turned on the car. Is this jamming in the ghetto? I was like, yeah, that's just a jam, bro. <laughs> uh, that's I think in the ghetto is one of my most, sung phrases of lifetime bro <laughs> like just it i don't know it's random i'll go in the ghetto you gotta get so, low, so. you gotta get lower than that though well yes i yeah i go i go lower in the ghetto. i'm too busy laughing i got a big old smile <laughs> in the ghetto. perfect <laughs> is elvis here hello that's what it sounded like Elvis has not left the building. Uh, uh-huh. He's he, he's in the building, baby. Uh-huh. You know, Done I think the comeback special so much is because Colonel Parker makes fun of the whole, oh, the way you sing is a her, 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 her. And then he sings the <laughs> song, and it was just like he's – there was none of that fluff, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's – that's that that I mean, that whole scene – sorry. Yeah, so uh, no, I agree, and dude, I mean that black out- leather outfit—it's got to be one of the most iconic freaking outfits. And there was there was a hint of red, right? I remember there being a hint of red. No, um, maybe in his handkerchief, like in the thing around so. his like neck, the collar, right? Right. Yeah. I remember it around his neck. Yeah, at one point I think he has something around his neck. Yeah. I love how they had the whole winter wonderland in Colonel Park. Like, see, here we are. And then it cuts this big old red lettering Elvis. Yeah, that was that was epic. But uh, yeah, the kung fu was the weirdest part. The martial arts was the weirdest part. 
But it makes sense because of all his moves, bro. Like he's always karate chopping, you know. Yeah. Hoo, ha, ha, hoo, ha, ha, you know. Yeah. So it, it made sense that he's just a fan of the kung fu, man. Yeah. <laughs> but even at the end of that whole special, like it encapsulates Colonel Parker because he's like, "This is gonna be horrible. Nobody wants to watch it." And at the end, he's like, "Yeah, I may have had my doubts, and Elvis sung the song, but idea. I made it happen. It was my idea. I made it happen." Yeah, he's like, "We did it. We did it." <laughs> Yeah, we did it, baby. We did it. But that's just the manipulation, man. That's yeah. he had his his tentacles, his yeah. little tentacles already encrusted in this guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, blood uh, blood sucker. Yeah. Yeah. All right, and now I'm done with my points. All right, now you can give us after your points. You can give us your ratings. All right, my rating. I wanted. I wish I could give it a three, but I can't because, again, that beginning uh, to me was a little rough. So I gave it a solid two point five. Wow, that's it. That's all I got to the point. Wow, I, I, I you, you sabotaged yourself. I think this could have been your first. I, your first. I am shocked. Yeah, <laughs> you slightly I appalled. I couldn't give it a three because, like, I'm being honest. I just couldn't because I don't like the beginning part of it. But no, you will watch fair. this movie again. That's fair, yeah. Will I will you, watch it again. That's you, why I gave it a 2.5. Will you be um, fast-forwarding? No. Um, no, I won't be, but I, I, I'll be doing... I might be drawing during the beginning parts. Oh my or I might be doing something else. Like, I, yeah, like again, yeah, I just wasn't a fan sabotage. of the beginning part. Sabotage yeah. himself. That's okay. That's okay. It, I'm being honest. Do you All want right. me to change it to three? I can, but I don't want to. No, I don't want you to. But you, not even. But two point five. Okay, two point five. I know. Like you get to yeah. a two point nine nine repeating yeah. or a two point seven five. This guy makes stuff up all day. But uh, yeah, I, I almost went two point seven five, but it's two point five. I just don't like that first forty minutes. Okay. Go ahead. Stick that in your pipe and smoke it, Boz. <laughs> go. Go ahead, Juan. Okay. Um. Yeah, for me, I mean, um, yeah, it was it was uh, it was a home run. I mean, it, it the, the again for me, I don't think it was. I, I also wasn't necessarily keeping track of time, but it didn't feel like it was forty minutes. It felt more like twenty or twenty-five to me. Um, so for me, however low that sunk at the beginning of those of the of that um of the movie i mean the rest of it you know picked it up and more and again i mean um austin butler alone um again i think is is worthy of of the best actor um award for for this year for this film um i wouldn't mind seeing baz lerman in the in the category for best director or best screenplay um i uh was once again um you know pleasantly surprised i went into this wanting to hate it um and yet you know loved it while also you know feeling sad about the reality of it um but um but yeah uh, but also with a greater far far greater appreciation uh for who this man was um why he is so such a legendary icon what he contributed to american culture to um the music industry um to art um, in general, and also again, some of the things that he stood for, that he advocated for, and the way in which he, you know, loved um, and and was passionate about what he did. So um, I'm I'm yeah I'm grateful to have you know been able to see this movie and um, will continue to to view it you know time and time again as much as I get the opportunity to. So it's going to be a big fat tray for me. From, 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're really you're Kevin said we should have sound effects and you're really selling me on it. <laughs> you, man. How great would it be if you hit that little board right there? <laughs> Damn boy. Yeah, man. What can I tell you, man? I'm 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 here for it. Uh, well I mean Mwah, chef's kiss, baby. I'm I'm with you 100. percent It's the three little Jerry's for me. 
Um, I, I think I, I, Kevin for now on will be King 40 for me because I don't know what 40 minutes means. Uh, I don't think he looked at the timer and said, oh, wow, 40 minutes, and I hate this. I think he was just – I think he was outside for 40 minutes doing God knows what for 40 minutes, and 40 minutes is ingrained in his head because it wasn't that long. Now, you know and... what it was is that he gave it a deadline. He said, if this doesn't change <laughs> – in 40 minutes. I'm shutting it off. I'm, I'm out of here. And as soon as uh, it was 40 and one second, so he said, okay. He was done. Was and uh, no, 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 there's no listening from you. Your your okay. review is done. You there's just no accused listening. me of not no. knowing why yes. I said 40 there's minutes, no, and I can tell no you exactly accusing. why. There's no accusing. Okay. I am literally telling okay. you what you have given me, that 40 minutes was terrible for you. Okay? So anyway. I could tell you why. Yeah, That's why you said you're I did. I did stop no, it at forty done. minutes. A, All right, fine. I'm stopped. I'm stopped. Go ahead. Your piece, and you didn't. Don't try to. Pull I apologize. It time, I I apologize, apologize for stepping on your time. Be for stepping Be on your time. Be be oh, Go God, ahead. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. <laughs> that when a movie gives me chills, like you're in for me. That comeback special, just the whole, the whole way it it, it wound. And the kung fu fighting, it was all over the place. But that song at the end, and that song I've listened to a couple times now because I didn't realize I, I'd never heard that song before. The one so is it the one it, that says your glory or whatever? No, it's the dream one. If oh, I had yeah, dream. yeah, 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 yeah. You know, and to hear that he was, you know, Austin Butler was, you know, in the same mannerisms of as, of Elvis in that scene, just it hits even harder for me. Like that, that was that was very impactful for me. And the way that you know Parker Colonel, the the Colonel turned that he had tears in his eyes, turn around, going, "Look at my boy, he knows how to put on a show." Like I was hooked, and that the the rest of the movie. I was I was now a part of I I was invested in Elvis, and you know it, it's a sad story, and it's just unfortunate that we were robbed of so much more. Like there was just I feel like there was just so much more that he could have given us, because you know he was stuck in Vegas for as long as he was. So Boz Lerman just put it together. I really believe that that first forty minutes that Kevin says a sin i i feel like that was for a reason because it ended it ended the movie so well it felt like a different movie but i think that was a reason because he had his comeback you know he had a different he was different in the way he he performed and so i i feel like that was a part of the movie and there was a reason why that was done so three little jerry's for me elvis r.i.p you know what i what i thought as um as I was watching some of those scenes of the performances, like yeah. it, it was portrayed so well that I really got the sense that I was like, man, the people that were in that audience, like, and actually saw Elvis, yeah. like I could understand why they were probably like, I've just seen the greatest show <laughs> and the greatest performer I'll have yeah. ever seen. Yeah. Because and they did. They really did. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like if I saw it today, that's how I would think. Because yeah. that guy knew how to put on a freaking show, man. Yeah. Um but then well, so what did Kristen think? Does she like it? She did, but um she said for her this is a movie she would never watch again because the story is so sad. And I understand that. She doesn't, you know, I'm a movie file. I'll go and watch a movie, even if it makes me feel disgusting afterwards. I'll, I'll still watch it again if it's a good movie. Um, so I, I took that in a good way. Like you know, she she was so moved by this movie that you know she was like, I can't watch that again. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Uh, so Kevin, uh, Kevin almost had a home run on his hands yeah. after all the musicals and all those movie music, <laughs> those musical movies he's made us watch. The, uh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't well, want to hear I, your I, No, I appreciate. Okay. No, I appreciate that y'all like this movie, especially after the ughs I got when I announced it. I don't think I gave you. Uh, I think I gave you a big. Oh, I definitely, I definitely did. <laughs> well, I yeah. definitely did. Uh, well, hey, you fumble. You know what they called us, bro? They called us a fumbling of the bag. You fumbled the bag, bro. No, like I, I believe my, like I wasn't gonna compromise my 
cinema integrity, I still don't like it. Wow. Like that beginning part. Everything we're else gonna, I love. We're I gonna just... have we're gonna we're gonna have a video special where we show what Kevin was actually doing during those infamous forty minutes. Oh, you want I was no, struggling. I, I'll be honest. I, I was know. struggling to stay awake. I was struggling to stay awake during the scene. I definitely want to know. I can't hear you. Like I definitely want to know why why the forty minutes was significant to you. Okay. This is what happened. Like, I was struggling to fall asleep. Like, I was sh- struggling to stay awake. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I closed my eyes. And I did a long blink, and I opened them. I'm like, why is there a dog in this scene with Elvis? Like, I totally missed a, a part right there, and I had to stop it. And I was like, I got to go get some water on my face. I'm falling asleep. And when I stopped it, I stopped it at one hour and, like, 59 minutes. And I was like, oh, 40 minutes have passed. I was like, no, wow, this, is, no. this has been a ro- that's Man, the movie's no. that, that, I don't Mark, understand I fig- that you're I tired. I figured it out. I figure it out, no. Mark. No, like I, I couldn't get it. No. Mark and I know, know that it lasted 20 minutes. You fell asleep for 20 minutes, so you think it was 40 minutes. <laughs> no, I didn't. And because because y'all didn't even ask and I didn't share, I I was watching the beginning of this movie with my daughters, and I was like, I'm like, care. why is that? I'm like, was he singing to the dog? They're like, no. I was like, what the heck just happened? I'm like, I just saw them and talking said, about yeah, him having to perform asleep since the movie started. No, like he he had to perform as a new Elvis, and I had to rewind it. I was like, oh, so I that's I just fell asleep, and that's just what happened. That was really weird, but I'm struggling to stay awake. And and like I said, and that was just the beginning. When I, when it got past that part, I was hooked in it. I was like, all right, let's go. And I wasn't tired when I started the movie. I'll tell you that right now. But listen. I don't know why y'all arguing with me. It's just I, a 2.5. If we were doing a rating of 1 to 5, how we should be doing, it'd be a 4, a solid 4. That's what a 2.5 would be if it translates to. A 4 to no, 5 is not horrible. But, but we do this no, 3 no, scale, you, so you a 2.5 is my 4. Hey, we are doing a 3 scale, but you to add the points. So there's no – don't give me your 2 points. Because it, it, actually in, my mind, no, no, no. I, in my mind, I scale it as one, 5. Two, I don't care, but we're doing a 1, 2, 3. Yes, I don't so care. I give it a 2.5. I, live, I, I give it a 2.5. I don't live I give it a 2.5, and I stick by it. We're doing a 1, no. 2, 3. I don't care about one, the, two, three. I don't care about the points. It's just, um, you know, we, we're, all, we're all striving here for the coveted – you know, three, three, three score. And, I only and, you, and, and you had it. You had it within your grasp. What? This is, this is, I'm likely to bet this is the closest you'll come to it for the next 30, <laughs> for the next 30 reviews. You know, what do you mean? Like, I, 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 I got a two, three not that long ago. And, but, but, that but wasn't good enough. Yeah. You got all threes. Only I have that, bro. And kudos to you. Like I said, like I'm not going to compromise just because I want the coveted threes. No, no, and I, you know I'm not I mean? saying that you. I was just surprised that okay. you know that 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 brought it down. You know to, to like, so significantly. Like the most I could, I could probably be convinced to move it to a two point seven five, but I would not give it a three because if I didn't enjoy the beginning, I'm not going to tell. Say hey, I enjoyed every aspect of this movie. Kidding, doesn't matter. Do you, um, to you, it doesn't. It, it, it's how you end. <laughs> but um, do you um do do you guys haven't haven't said if you share in in my sentiment about Austin Butler being deserving of the Oscar? Oh, I mean, I sorry, I didn't say it outright. I guess I have to say it. yes, Juan. I agree with you one hundred percent. No, we, I we I disagree for a reason. No, bro, he killed it, man. Again, he gave me chills. I got chills watching him sing that song, bro. Like, I don't know what chills means to you, but chills is an Oscar <laughs> for me. I'm sorry. I don't know about you guys, but I threw my underwear at the TV screen <laughs> in the living room. Yeah, so that's why he's Oscar worthy for you. I didn't get to the underwear part. Still on. That was my bad. Did you faint? <laughs> No, I've never no, seen it a day in my life. From twenty to forty minutes. <laughs> I've, I've, never, I've never lost it's... consciousness. Not one, not one time in my life. That's what Elvis the pelvis did to me. Knocked me out. Elvis the pelvis. I don't know why that's. A... Yeah, that's at least a point two five right there, bro. I don't know what's happening? Yeah, it was worth it just for that. Elvis the pelvis. <laughs> Fumbled the bag. That's what Kevin did, bro. No, oh man. boy! It well, came out of nowhere. I was so surprised. Yeah, we'll be here. <laughs> Thank you. Try again, <laughs> bastard, Colonel Kev. Uh, uh, hey, you said it, not me. <laughs> I know. Love listen, you. 
No, there's no listening. The Love snowman. You. Bye bye. I, I will stay with my integrity and give no, my my numbers. No. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. Love you, gents. Good job, everyone. Let's give, do this again. Give yourselves a nice pat on the back. One, one. Love you, Mark. Out later. <laughs>